Welcome to the Back Row Fantasy Show with your hosts, Jeremy Barker, Aaron Arms, and Chad Niddle. Welcome to the Back Row Fit. That's the old intro. Yeah. The yeah, very first ever episode was me trying to welcome. Like the uh, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday announcer. Yeah. yeah. Now, now listen, if you think, welcome to the Back Row Fantasy Show. It's me and Arms again. Nit is out. Arms is lucky to be here because if you can't tell, he sounds like a wrestler today. Uh, I sound awful and I apologize Ahead of time, my voice is going to go in and out. Just give us one, ooh, yeah. Oh yeah! <laughs> you didn't even have to change your voice. You you could have <laughs> just talked normal and it would have worked. I feel, but, like, uh, I feel like I should do all my analysis doing that. Yeah. Yeah, just make it raspy. Be like, all right, Cleveland versus... Quarterback start of the week is Josh Allen. The Jets just suck. <laughs> it's still painful. It makes me feel bad for you because I just... Uh, I have seen nothing but sick people this week, and it just makes me sad. We recorded yesterday. Yeah, yesterday was fine. was fine. Everything was was good, good to go. And then, uh, you know, twenty four hours later, Arms comes over, and, and he and he sounds like he was just in a uh, uh, Arms does Dallas video. His throat is just gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's not good. It's, it's just gone. Good. But anyways, thanks for joining us. If uh, if you don't like hearing me talk that much, go ahead and turn it off because I'm going to try to talk as much as possible. Yeah, uh, for our, our good buddy Arms, who I'm going to keep my analysis brief, brief and, and to, to the, the point. point. Yep, that's right. And it's going to be a shortened show just because weather. My wife is sick, badly sick, terribly sick, and uh, so so yeah, we're not gonna we're not gonna get lengthy about it. That's what she said. Just kidding. We're not going to get lengthy about this episode. We're going to give you our picks, check in, check out, and we'll get to a uh, more back row style episode on the next one. So screw it. Arms, you want to you give us some picks? Yeah. Well, like I said, my starting quarterback this week I'm comfortable with would normally be <clears throat> Josh Allen. And that's just testament to how bad the Jets defense is. Um, yeah, they, they are bad. And and Josh Allen's getting better every single week. And I don't hate that pick at all. The Jets are atrocious on defense. Josh Allen on the ground is magical. Yes. I mean, he's literally magical on the ground. I you know, I, I need to pull the stats. Do you do you know off the top of your head Josh Allen's rushing stats this season? <laughs> Disproportionate is his rushing stats. Disproportionate. Because you don't expect a uh prototypical pocket passer. To put up two or three near 100-yard rushing games in, what, what's he started, five games this year? Yeah, yeah, roughly. And I'm, yeah, pulling that up now, and for some reason, not easy to come by. Yeah, the internet's going super slow. 389 rushing yards, four touchdowns. That's pretty good. I mean, he's not even played that many games. He's missed a few. He didn't start the season out. Like, is is Josh Allen going to be a 1,000-yard rusher in the NFL next season? You know what? I mean, he's got four hundred now. Why not a five hundred a year? Why not have that? That oh, five hundred's a breeze if he's already at four. And yeah. how many? I don't know how many games. But. That that just improves his floor. 
you know, it, he's not great, but it, it, it gives you some uh, some security on the downside. Right. To have that, that, you know, the little bit he does with his legs. It does, man. It's super impressive what he's doing. I don't hate that pick at all. Uh, me, myself, and I, I'm going to go with uh, the Bengals' new superstar quarterback, Jeff Driscoll. I mean, he's going to have a running game. He's got Tyler Boyd, C.J. Uzoma. And they're going to be down. They're going to be down to the Chargers, probably by quite a bit. And Jeff Driscoll's going to have to air it out. I'm thinking he has one of those Nick Mullins-like games where he approaches 400 yards, but he does throw a couple picks and a couple touchdowns. But that's probably going to be good to help you out in your fantasy leagues uh, this week, in my opinion. And Driscoll's looked okay. I've seen people picking him up off the waiver wires, surprisingly. So somebody I like this week. In a game where the game script is going to be pass, 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 Jeff Driscoll. Never thought I'd say that on the air. Well, particularly if you're in a deep league, there's not a lot of depth available. So, Very true. Now, what do you got running back-wise, Arms? Well, I'm going to go with Austin Eckler. Um, bad Bengals defense, just in in a hole. The, the Bengals are very susceptible for the, to the run, and... With Melvin Gordon being out, Eckler's going to get the first go at it. I know Justin Jackson played well last week, but Eckler's going to look like a star against his bad Bengals defense. Mm, I, I can't can't say I like that. I don't like Eckler without uh, Gordon at all. And I actually kind of like Justin Jackson. I'm not going to make him my pick of the week, but he stole the show last week, and I believe that they may switch it up and actually roll with Justin Jackson this week and give him extended carries against the Bengals. Screw it. I'm changing it. I'm going right against you. Justin Jackson is my not-so-obvious start of the week this week because he was on the fringe anyways. It was between it was between him and Jeffrey Wilson of the Niners. Mine was between Eckler and Jeffrey Wilson. And Just because Jeffrey Wilson has been catching passes, yep. I'm going to go with Justin Jackson. I'm going to take him against that atrocious Bengals offense and Melvin Gordon owners if you handcuffed him go ahead and roll him out for your playoffs I'm I'm going to give you the green light I'm not going to red light special you like TLC I'm going to green light you and say JJ is dynamite this week I don't have enough voice to defend myself but you're wrong that's okay <laughs> that's okay let's uh friendly wager yeah dollar done we'll just do a buck uh football dollar actually done can we do that are we allowed to do that in our league why not? Uh, I'll post it after this and see if there's any complaints. If, so, if they won't let us do a football dollar or do a real dollar. Yeah, we'll do a real dollar. Uh, preferably a football dollar because I think I need it really bad. <laughs> Maybe I can purchase them. That needs to happen in our league. Open up uh, the trade lines. Like we can spend real dollars to buy football dollars. That's that's actually brilliant. Or at least. Like they do a Madden. Yeah. To where you can buy the coins. Exactly. Man, you're genius. I know. That's why. That's why. Uh, that's why we are where we're at. You know. That's that's why we are. Yep. On top of the on mountain. Top. On, on top t- of the mountain. Yeah. <laughs> What's uh? Oh yeah. We have been to the top of Space Mountain. That's what I was trying to uh, think of. Oh, Woo! The oldest ride in a theme park. Still got the longest line. That's. <laughs> I freaking love Ric Flair, man. All right. Give me a wide receiver. Arms. Not so obvious. Start of the week. Um, he's starting to become an obvious start, but it's Adam Humphreys. So eight out of Man, la- he's he's been good. Eight out of the last ten weeks, he's got had double digit fantasy points and full point PPR, and five touchdowns in the last four weeks. The Saints are very susceptible to the pass, 
particularly because they're usually up a lot. Um, Adam Humphreys is in line for a big game this week. I like it. Now, I'm going to go back real quick. Seven and a half games. Josh Allen, 389 yards on the ground. Less than half a season. Almost 400 yards. He can do it. He can rush for 1,000. He's not going to rush for 1,000. He can do it. He can. Next year. He's not going to. Next year. I'll lay money. Josh uh, Josh Allen never rushes for 1,000 yards. I'll lay big money on that. I, I think he can do it. I don't think I think he's doing it out of desperation. Whenever they actually get a real NFL running back back in Buffalo, he's not going to be running the ball anymore. All right, fair enough. Okay, so my wide receiver of the week. You know what? Not so obvious. Well, let me tell you a little something about these old guys. Some of these old guys getting it done. Jordy Nelson had a good week last week. Yes, he did. Steelers have a bad pass D, and this is another game script that's going to be Steelers probably jumping out to a big lead on the Raiders. And Derek Carr having to air it out. Jordy Nelson is the only halfway decent target besides Jared Cook that this team has. Uh, so I I expect Jordy Nelson to get a ton of targets. I can't exactly say he's going to come down with a ton of receptions, but he had 10 last week. He's healthy. He's on a team Which where there's no other option. Anymore for him. It is a rarity. Very, very much so. It's probably time to hang him up, but... Uh, Jordy Nelson, if you want a sneaky start in the playoffs, go Jordy Nelson. Once again, we're not saying don't sit Odell Beckham, don't sit Michael Thomas. Not for these guys, but if you need a spot start, there you go. I like Jordy. Tight end arms. Mark Andrews, Baltimore Ravens. Kansas City is only better than one team in the NFL against tight end, and that's the Raiders. That's how bad they've been against tight end this year. Mark Andrews in line to have a big game. He's coming on over the last few weeks. Showed a little bit more promise. I, I said it before. I think he's the best tight end in this year's draft class. Ooh. Oh, second. Excuse, excuse me. I think Dallas Goddard's actually first. Oh, yeah. I agree. Dallas Goddard. I'm, I'm with you 100% there, too. I think Dallas Goddard is the guy, too. I'm going to go way into left field on my tight end start of the week. Rewind. Week. Okay. So... We have we have claimed Janu over and over. Like Janu, Janu, Janu. We've we've are caught going, him. Are you going for first Ferkser? I'm going for Ferkser. I'm not going for second. I'm going for Ferkser. I thought about him. Seriously, the Jaguars have shut down corners. Those shut down corners don't typically match up on the tight end. I think Ferkser has another decent game. I think if you're hurting at the tight end position, Ferkser's not a bad guy to roll out. I'm Anthony with you. Anth- I wish I knew his middle name. Anthony Bartholomew Ferkser. The third. The third. This week against the Jags. Esquire. He's going to get you 10 points. He does. He sounds like an attorney. Please call Anthony Ferkser, attorney in law. Give us a call, Ferkser and Ferkser. Ferkser and Ferkser. We'll settle for you. Oh, man. Ferkser and Ferkser. If you, we get it- you don't win unless we win. That's right. Ferkser and Ferkser. If only he could get to the same level as George Kittle. Ferkser and Kittle, attorneys at law. <laughs> <laughs> Tight ends at law. Tight ends at law. All right. We've got uh, those are the not so obvious starts of the week. Arms, give me some sits. And we'll do a little IDP just because we know we'll have time. I don't have a lot of voice. So I don't know if I'm going to do any IDP. I'm sitting Adrian Peterson. I'll cover you. I'm sitting Adrian Peterson this week. The Giants are a bad team. But they're surging right now. Yeah, they're they're kind of getting it together. They are bit. improving, and 
when you're beating the Giants, you're not doing it on the ground. You're doing it in the air. Right now, the only thing you have to worry about for the entire Washington Redskins team is stopping Adrian Peterson. That's it. That is it. There's that no other star. Much, pretty much true. So you could they could stack the box with nine and just shut down AP and win the game. So sit AP. And I do have a, a steer away in DFS of, from Todd Gurley. What? Yeah. He's playing the Bears. I don't care. Stay away from. Listen, if I, if I can get, I know a, the price is high. Yes, if you can get a um, a Saquon Barkley or you know an Alvin Kamara at a, a little bit cheaper price. Now I do agree that Barkley is a better play than Gurley yes, this week, and, and I guarantee guarantee that Todd Gurley costs more than Saquon in fantasy this week. That is a spectacular Bears rushing defense. And listen, Saquon. Literally, we've talked about it a lot in the last week, but. He has, uh, I want to say quietly, because I don't think, I think Saquon's been a great revelation as a rookie running back, but he still has quietly become the third leading rusher in the NFL. It's not been like, I mean, you don't hear, it's it's like a, uh, he he's doing it the way running backs have always done it. It's a slow grind. There's not a ton, He's consistent. There's not a ton of flash from Saquon Barkley this season. It is just pure well, good running and pure good pass catching. It's not a, It's not the Camara flash. It's, okay, I go, it's not a big play. Yeah, he it's has not a 90 yards. Yeah, he has big plays. But, but he, also, not, he also doesn't have that 250-yard game. You're like, holy crap. Yeah, he has not been a human highlight reel. He has been a bona fide, rock-solid number one running back. That's what he's been. And, and I guarantee the highlights are coming. Oh. But his first year behind a bad offensive line, he's just getting it done. He's he's putting up highlights though. Half the time he's putting up oh, yeah. highlights solely on the fact that there's five guys getting ready to tackle him and he's juking them. But you're, I mean, it you don't see three seventy yard runs in a game, you know, anything like that. But you know, he might have ten carries for twenty yards and then break out a fifty yard touchdown. He is a solid grind you down stud running back. God, I feel so bad for you. <laughs> I got tough I, at the end. I feel bad for my listeners. I'm sorry. Oh, no, you're good. I'm sure everybody gives you a pass. I just got to hate hearing sickness, man. One reason, because I hate seeing friends and family sick. Second reason is like, please, God, don't be me. Don't be me tomorrow. I can't uh, can't afford for that to happen. But, all right. You you already, uh, well, where do we leave off there? We uh, we did running backs. Okay. The, the sits? Yeah. Run, haven't gave run, mine run, yet. Running was, ex- was excited to give mine, actually. The same reason I called Driscoll as a start, and you know I love to double down. I don't like Mixon this week. I, I don't think he is a safe playoff play, uh, in my opinion. I don't care if you spent the price to get Mixon this week. I just Unless he gets it done through the air, I do not like him against that Chargers D playing from behind. Don't like it at all. I, I take Chubb over Mixon. I would take Fournette over Mixon. I would play. I would probably play Gus the Gummy Gator. I would probably be play all jokes aside. I'd probably play Chubb over all but like five or six running backs in the league right now, though. Yeah, yeah, me too. Chubb, but Lamar Miller, there. Lamar Miller over Mixon. Well, I, I'm playing. He's Lamar. matchup dependent, but he's got a good matchup. Lamar Miller's like fourth or fifth in the league in rushing, very quietly, deceptively getting it done. But I don't like Mixon this week, not at all. I think if you have options, use those options. So play don't it. like him. If it's between Mixon and an Aaron Jones, you're going Aaron Jones. Right. Okay. Who'd we sit at quarterback? 
I am. I don't have an obvious sit at quarterback. I, feel, I was about to say. I feel. Like I feel the, like uh, the something matchups happened are there. just what they are to me. Okay. I mean, I don't see anything that just stands out. Like, oh my God, this guy's a stud, and we got no. I'm sitting Tom Brady this week. I don't care if it's against the Dolphins. He would be my sit at quarterback. To be honest, he's only thrown 20 touchdown passes this year. Yeah, if he's a young and upcoming guy, we're excited about 20, but it's not. It's Tom Brady. I'm not excited about 20 touchdowns at week 14. Not at all. So if you're expecting a big playoff outburst out of Tom Brady with four, five, six touchdowns, even three might be a stretch, he might give you two on 235 yards. And that, to me, not what I want to put in at playoff time. I would rather take a flyer on a Josh Allen or a, Dr- a Jeff Driscoll than Tom Brady. So I'm sitting him. I mean, I'm probably going to steer away from Carson Wentz just for how good the Cowboys defense has been lately. Has been, yeah. And, and that's a big game. Cowboys are going to look to to make a mark. There you go. They're going to try to prove something. Additionally, um, Matt Stafford, you should be sitting him now anyway because he's been bad. But the, the Car- Cardinals are excellent against the pass. Yeah, you're right. And Stafford has been atrocious. Cardinals – if they can make Aaron Rodgers look human, they're probably going to make Matthew Stafford just look downright rough this week. So, <laughs> no doubt. No <laughs> let's doubt. Go, let's move on to wide receivers. Who are you sitting this week, Arms? Um, that guy that we always want to succeed, he just never really does. Taking my dude. It's Corey Davis. Ah, I knew it. I mean, worst matchup in the league right now. Yeah, it is. And Jaguars, are they're, they're getting back to good defense. I'll give you another sit since you like him. Sit Kenny Galladay. You don't want any part of anyone who's getting covered by Patrick Peterson. Kenny G. Kenny G. I mean, against arguably the best corner in the league. All right, I'm with you. Folks, Allen Robinson is mine. Just it's not not happening, man. I just I I don't feel it. Technically, this would be the time for him to come back uh out of the earth a little bit, rise back up out of the ground, catch some touchdowns. I, I don't. The Rams can get torched in the air. They can, but I don't think it's going to be by Allen Robinson. So, I, not a comfort play in the playoffs for me. We're looking at a. Uh, this is a playoff game, by the way. The Rams Bears. Oh yeah, that's that's going to be a heck of a matchup. Yeah, that is going to be a good game. Viking Seahawks could possibly be a playoff game. I don't know. It's looking a little bit bleaker for the Vikings as the season goes on, but. Possibly. And uh, before we do tight ends, let's look at some other playoff previews. Eagles, Cowboys are a possible playoff preview. Possible. Yeah. I mean, I don't I, I don't I don't think both of them can make it. I could be wrong on that. I think the Eagles are still in contention, but I don't look for them to get in. But it's possible. Saints, Bucks, no. Falcons, Packers, no. Giants and Redskins is a big game. That NFC East is still kind of open. Yeah, I mean the the Giants had such a rough start on the year, and the Redskins have started to slide. Yes, it is open, but I, I you got some catching up to do to catch Cowboys. Catching Cowboys. Hey, have you ever watched the Cowboy Way? No, I haven't either. But I, it was highly recommended to me. And that was a that was a great segue into nothing. Into nothing. <laughs> Absolutely. I was hoping you'd been like, yes, one of my favorite movies. I'd be like, I'm going to have to watch it sometime. But no, it didn't happen. Tight end of the week sit. Who are you sitting, Arms? Austin Hooper. Ah, uh, I sit him every week. Well, it's because he's trash. But if you look at him and say, oh, my gosh, he's a top 10 tight end, which he is. Uh, the, the Packers are just really good against the tight end. I think they've only allowed one or two uh, touchdowns to the tight end all year so far. So I'm just going to stay away from him in that game. 
And the, by the way, the Packers are going to come out motivated to win to show that they didn't need vanilla Mike McCarthy. Yeah, that, that is probably true. They're going to come out and try to, to put that to rest. Zach Ertz, I, I don't recommend sitting a guy like Zach Ertz very often, and this is half-heartedly, but that Cowboys defense is for real. And Golden Tate, I do believe, is going to be the guy that paces so them what you're the rest of the way. Sit Zach Ertz in DFS. Sit <laughs> sit Zach Ertz in DFS. Play Charles Clay this week. Hashtag, Just kidding. Hashtag hedge a bit. Just kidding. Yeah, How Zach to Ertz. hedge a bit. If, if I had a good option, it, th- that's really slim pickings. I don't think anyone has a good option on their team if they own Ertz. You can, though, because the Ertz owner could very well have George Kittle. Because Kittle was nothing preseason. Nobody knew about him. Uh, we liked him. But nobody was like nobody his was praises. nobody was huge on him. No, but I mean, maybe even Uzoma over Ertz this week. I, I mean, Jesus Christ, <laughs> they're going to be playing from behind. I just hey, listen. Just don't know about Ertz versus the Cowboys. Listen here. I, all right, they've got stud linebackers, which do match up well with the tight end. Dude, Leighton Le- Le- Vanderesh has been beast. Leighton Vanderesh. If Darius Leonard wasn't a rookie, we'd be talking about Leighton Vanderesh's defensive rookie of the year. Oh yeah. Definitely. I mean, that's a but crazy thing. Leonard has just been so ridiculous. It is. It is close though. Leighton Vanderish has been good enough to for it to at least be somewhat close. But Darius is still the the clear cut. Leighton Vanderish is having a like a Luke Keekley like season. Yeah, his rookie year where he just came and set the world. He's fire. not even been starting the whole time. Yeah, and Darius Leonard has been is making all of them look bad. Yeah, I mean, he's a special talent. We said that before though. All right, and uh, since I said some IDP, I just want to give a handful of picks, Leighton Vander Esch being one of those. He is a surefire lock to start all season. Don't stray away from him if you're in IDP leagues. I'm sure you're not anyways. But another name that we haven't— Serious question, Leighton Vander Esch next season. Is he a top five linebacker? He's a top five linebacker now. I'm, well, I'm talking about in redraft, IDP yeah. redraft. If you have like a, a yes. like a limited keeper pool, are you yes. drafting him as your top five linebacker? Yes. Okay. Yeah, Leighton Vanderesh is definitely a top five keeper linebacker. Like I'll tell you right now, unless I had Darius Leonard and Leighton Vanderesh, I'm keeping Leighton Vanderesh over probably anybody else. At linebacker, if you have like a situation where you can only keep like one running back, one wide receiver, one tight end, one uh, defensive lineman, one linebacker, one safety, or one uh, defensive back, Vander Esch is that kind of guy that you're going to keep. I'm keeping him over CJ Mosley. Oh yeah, I want him over Luke Keekley. Yep, and that is insane to say. I know, but but the truth of the matter is, currently he's fourth overall in linebacker scoring in IDP formats. And the, that's over Blake Martinez, Luke Keekley, Telvin Smith. That's over a ton of guys. The only two people I think I'm going to take over him is Deion Jones and uh, and Darius Leonard. Deion Jones is a beast. That, that's it. Sure. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I don't really see any other names that pop off the page to me. Now, someone that started the season out slow but has came on in a massive way is Roquan Smith. I don't think we can forget about him being a top-five linebacker next yeah, but, year. Yeah, but he's right now he's not playing on that level that Van Der Esch is. He's rose to number 11 overall after barely playing in the beginning Correct. of the season. I mean, I'm just saying he's somebody to keep an eye on No, he's definitely, definitely good, no doubt about it. And if you had a – an older linebacker, you know, a Sean Lee type guy. Like, let Sean Lee go to get a Roquan Smith, no doubt about it. I'd let Telvin Smith go in a heartbeat to get a Roquan Smith. I like it. Tahir Whitehead, another play. 
he has only been under nine points three games this season. Every other game he's been at nine points or higher. He's worked his way to a top 15 standing in IDP leagues. Don't forget about Tahir Whitehead. He's a great play. He's came on for the Raiders, and I'm stoked that I picked him up midway through the season as a throw-in in a trade where I believe I dealt a high-end linebacker. I think it was Demario Davis. I think I got Tahir Whitehead back in a Demario Davis deal. Wow. Yeah, now Tier Whitehead is uh, over Demario Davis, so that that may be well, not 100 percent accurate. I know I acquired him in a trade; it might not have been for that one. I was going to say Tier Whitehead, someone that we we did like, and you know, moving to uh, kind of the feature linebacker role in uh, in Oakland, and I, I know Chad was particularly high on him. So I'm I'm glad he finally came around. As a Raiders fan, I'm glad he finally came around. Yeah, he was good with the Lions. I mean, when the Raiders signed him, it was like, man, that's that is a good signing. Just. Didn't know exactly what they'd use him uh, as and what he would do, but now we do a tackling machine, tackling machine, tackling fuel all day long. Defensive line, Chris Jones of the Kansas City Chiefs has really came on. He currently sits at 10 sacks through 13 games. Really? Yeah, 10 sacks. Chris Jones, somebody that doesn't really get talked about. Uh, He's having a breakout this season. So there's a defensive line start. I've seen him on waiver wire still. Which is insane. Just it's the name. It's wow. that name value. You nobody knows who Chris Jones is. He's got a very mundane name, Chris Jones. You don't think about him. Particularly you don't stand out like on, Chandler on the, Jones on the defensive line. People just get left out. People get complacent. They're like, "Dang it, which of the ones do I have on my team already? Right, that I can just rotate in and out based on matchup." And people don't look on the waiver wire for defensive linemen. No, I, I rolled Tack McKinley out for weeks, even yeah. though he wasn't producing. And it took like it took a moment of clarity for me to be like, "Man, I need to find someone else to start." Cause Tack McKinley's done nothing for me for six weeks. You know what's frustrating? After you dropped Tack McKinley, I picked him up. All right, and I had to replace. I don't remember what it was. A linebacker or something. It was the linebacker. So I had to let go of Marcus Davenport, and you picked Marcus Davenport up. Right. Like, Good God. Yeah. I, I was excited when you dropped Davenport, but at the same time, I was like, man, I'm not bidding that much on him, but at the same time, I really want him. I'm just going to throw out my couple bucks and hope he lands on the I, Vandals. You actually beat me out because I bid to take, pick him back up. Um, are you done with IDP? Because I do have one thing no. to talk about. No, I, I yeah. just. I can finish real quick, though. Uh, I was done with the defensive line. Uh, I do want to point out a huge, huge asset uh, that you could have got had you just paid a little bit of attention to what he did last year. Points per game, not overall picture. Justin Simmons of Denver has been Mm -hmm. fantastic in IDP this season. He has went from a basically no name to another one of those guys that has got you nine or more points in 75% of his games. I luckily have him in most of my leagues. Justin Simmons is fantastic. If somebody, if you still have trading open and you can go grab a guy like Justin Simmons for your playoff run, I highly suggest you make an offer for him because he's still not a household name. He's a guy that I would love to have on my team as is Demarius Randall of Cleveland, an acquisition from the Green Bay Packers on the cheap. He's a solid number two defensive back, average in 10 a game. Those two guys I just want everyone to remember are still out there, uh, and you probably could acquire them cheaply to a team that's out of the playoff Correct. race. Correct. What do you want to touch on besides um, some Hall's cough drops? Just the Emmanuel Sanders injury. 
Oh, yeah. So that happened today. Yeah. Emmanuel Sanders, they're, they're afraid he's, I think, torn Achilles or an ACL. I can't remember which one it was. But it's torn Achilles. That's a long yeah, road back. Whichever one it is, his season's over. Yep. His fantasy playoff season is over without a doubt. Yep. Okay. So that, that thrust Deshaun Hamilton. Deshaun. Deshaun Hamilton into a full-time role. Speak on where you think Deshaun Hamilton's going to be going forward. You think he is a, <clears throat> a, a one-to-one replacement? No. Okay, do you think he's 80% of Emmanuel no. Sanders? Okay. No. I, I like Deshaun Hamilton. He was a favorite of the show early on in the offseason, and uh, he's a guy I still have a lot of faith in. I think he's going to be one of those guys by year three, is a solid starter in the NFL, and could give you Adam Humphreys-like numbers. Yep. I, that That's where I see Deshaun Hamilton. His upside is this year's Adam Humphreys. Uh, within the next few years, I think he actually – has a higher upside long term uh, than Adam Humphreys. I think that Deshaun Hamilton could be one heck of a, a grab and stash. But right now, redraft, I'm not touching him. It's too late. I don't think he's going to really pay dividends for you right off the bat. Uh, but in dynasty leagues, now is the time to go out and try to get him if you're going to get him. My biggest thing about Deshaun Hamilton is if they can – Take a look at him, a long look at him, get some passes to him, see how he is with the ball in his hands. They have an opportunity to possibly move on from the Emmanuel Sanders era. You know, at the end of the season or next year and say, all right, we're going to go with the young guys. Going forward, we're going to go with the young guys. And if they want to address quarterback or whatever it may be, that's what they can do going forward. They're not out of the playoff race entirely, but you're not going to make the playoffs if you're running one running back or two running backs and one wide receiver and that's it. They've got to get that kid the ball. Am I ready to start him this week? No. No. Wait and see, but try to get that kid on your team. Yeah, absolutely. I just acquired him in a league. I made a crazy trade. I don't even want to talk about it because it's a league that I'm uh, – it's my gambling league. The league I throw my dice on the table and say, screw it. I'm going to make a make a move here. But I just acquired Deshaun Hamilton and Jay. Washington video game number James and Washington. a couple picks for an unnamed Rams receiver, uh, <laughs> Brandon Cooks. No, it was Robert Woods. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, I dealt Woods for James Washington, Deshaun Hamilton, and a second and a fourth, I believe. Now listen, uh, I have, I need, I need all the youth and potential and picks I can get. I missed the playoffs by one game. I like Robert Woods a lot. But I wanted two young wide receivers too, and and I did this before the Achilles injury. Yeah, okay. this happened before the Achilles injury, so I feel a little more fortunate now that I get to actually take a look. The biggest at thing Deshaun. is, Sean, that's what I was gonna say. Take a long, hard, hard look at him over the next three or four weeks. I'm gonna look at him. I'm I'm, I'm gonna be just like uh, uh, what what what's that old dude's name? Bassmaster, old Ed. Ed would, you, would you look at that? Would, would you, you would, just would, look would at you, it? Just, just look at that day shot. Yeah. Would you look at that? Just just look at just it. Just look at it. Just just look at it. Listen, you you brought Adam Humphreys up, and I just want to add real quickly that upon just out of curiosity, looking to see where Adam Humphreys stood or stands, I should say, amongst wide receivers, do you realize four four out of the top? 27 receivers are Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, but a lot of that was like the first four games for uh, Desha- or Deshaun Jackson. I get that, but I mean, mm-hmm. he's also midway season. Week four was 16 points. Week six was almost 14. Seven was 11. Eight was 16. 
that's that's he what, had an 11, uh, 11 point game in week you 10. Know, you notice the gap she got there that's why I don't like deep ball threats because you're looking at single digit weeks otherwise aren't you oh yeah that's that's exactly what uh Deshaun Jackson is I don't like deep threats the, the either. best thing that can happen to a Chris Godwin or a uh, Adam Humphreys is Deshaun Jackson to go to another team. Oh, yeah. Adam Humphreys would be fantastic in that case. I ex- absolutely agree. I mean, I like all of them, like, but no, I don't like Deshaun Jackson. I mean, if, if Deshaun leaves, I still like Godwin. I, I still will give like you a, I will mention a couple other names that I'm suddenly comfortable starting. Um, one of the guys kind of let you down here recently, Marquez. Yeah, man, it sucks, too. I love Marquez. But I just... Here's the thing. I think he's going to be fine. I think, once again, they're going to play motivated, okay? And I think he's going to get a little bit – he's going to get back to that uh, that 100-ish yards type, you know, the the more targets around 100 yards maybe getting in the end zone for you. I think he's actually going to come back around under a new offensive regime. Right. And there is a such thing as the rookie wall. I mean, Kareem Hunt hit it his rookie year. Not to bring him back up again, but, I mean, he did hit that rookie wall, and, and it's there. I mean, Marquette, these guys aren't used to playing seasons this Correct. long. So, I mean, a lot of them are going to hit the rookie wall. And that's another thing for your playoff push. If you don't have Saquon Barkley or the, the top flight of top flight rookies, don't forget about the rookie wall because it could hit at the most inopportune time, Correct. which is your playoff run. Don't don't like certain rookies in playoff games unless their name's Saquon. And another guy, obviously, we've talked about him before. Uh, not an obvious start, but Curtis Samuel. Suddenly a fairly He's safe electric. play. I mean out of the eight weeks he's played, he's only had three single digit weeks. The rest of them been uh, eleven points or more. Curtis Samuel. Devin Fun I mean, with Devin Funches sucking. That's opened the door for DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel. I love the future wide receiver for the Panthers because I love the way those guys play. Little elves. Little elves. <laughs> let's uh, <laughs> let's run through some game picks and we'll close it out. Jags, Titans, Arms, who you got? Uh, give me Jaguars. I'm going with the Jags as well. I, I think the defense will prevail. Uh, Marcus Mariota looked like pure garbage last week. The dude's not accurate enough in my opinion. He used to be claimed for his accuracy. Give me the Jags. Panthers and Browns. Arms. Browns. I'm going with the Browns too. I'm not giving up on them all season. I'm every game call is going to be the Browns for me, no matter who they face. <laughs> I don't know about all that, but I'm going Browns. <laughs> Ravens, Chiefs. Chiefs. Come yeah, on, give me Chiefs. a break. Ravens don't have uh, enough consistency. I don't is Lamar Jackson out this week? Are they starting Robert um, Griffin? Are they starting Flacco? I don't know, but what I will say is Kareem Hunt's not enough of a difference for them to lose to the Ravens. No. No, not at all. Colts, Texans. Texans. Uh, Give me the Colts in an upset. Okay. Uh, I like the Colts this week in an upset over the Texans. Dolphins, Patriots. I mean, it's pretty obvious, but I'm actually going to go to the Dolphins. Uh, that's disgusting. I'm going with the Patriots. I'm going with the upset. Dude, Miami. Miami does it every once in a while, but I just have no faith in them against the Patriots. Patriots still know how to win, and it makes me sick. Giants, Redskins. Giants. I go Giants as well. Giant, the Redskins are actually, according to Vegas, the worst team in the NFL right now. Huh. The, the more you know. They would be uh, on a Reading ne- Rainbow. On a neutral field, they would be, a, a, like a, I think, a three-point dog to the Raiders. Oh, that's, that's, uh, that's bad. bad. It might be, they might be a three-point dog at home and a, uh, a five-and-a-half-point five dog on a neutral field. It's ridiculous. Ooh. Saints, Bucks, Arms. 
Saints. Saints as well. Falcons, Packers. Uh, motivated Packers. Uh, I agree. Motivated Packers. Jets, Bills. 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 In a, in a blowout. Yeah, but nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. That's or right. Brian Burns, one of our buddies. The, in San, one of our the San Antonio Silver Bullets. San Antonio Silver Bullets. Bengals, Chargers, Arms. Chargers. Chargers by a freaking landslide. Broncos, Niners. You know what? Um, it's it's the Broncos, but I think it's going to be closer than people expect. Give me the Niners. Give me the Niners and good old number four from Southern Miss, Nick Mullins. <laughs> okay. Eagles, Cowboys. Cowboys. Yeah, Cowboys. That, that, They're going to run away with the division. I was going to say, both teams have a lot to play for here, though. They do. It should be a good game. should be a really good game. Steelers and the Raiders. Steelers, but the Raiders cover the spread. Agreed with both statements. Lions, Cardinals. Uh, give me the Cardinals. Yeah, Cardinals as well for me. <laughs> Going on Cardinals that late just, season run. It's just playing start. themselves right out of that one or two pick. Yeah, starting to come together for them. The Cardinals are uh, starting to play decent football. Not good football, decent football. Rams, Bears, arms. Give me the Bears. Oh, I'm going with the Bears as well. What? Yeah, man, I like the Bears. I over. Tr- I just really like the Bears this season. I was trying to dissent here. Nope, not that. I like the Bears. I like them a lot. Vikings, Seahawks. The Vikings haven't looked like themselves lately. No, give me the Seahawks. But I am going to go. I think they're going to turn around this week against a, a very high powered Russell Wilson. But I think the Vikings prevail. Give me them Hawks. You, uh, I bet it's a shootout, by the way. Yeah, I think so too. But you hit the nail on the head with Russell Wilson and his late season uh, surge like he typically does. Seahawks are going to push for that playoff spot and they're going to push. They're going to push hard. Yep. All right, you want to go into week 15's picks or save that for 15? Let's save that for 15. I was just kidding anyways. I was going to say, dude, I don't know if I could talk much longer. And I'm sorry for everyone who made it this far. I think they'll forgive you. Not a big deal. I feel awful. You just sound like, God, I was trying to think of some guy with a raspberry. Like I'm just now going through puberty is what I sound like. Danny. Danny. Oh, freaking crap. Guy that's in all the Tarantino movies, like, Scary Mexican guy that's oh, a lot older uh, than he. Trevejo? Is it Trevejo? Isn't that it? Danny Trejo? Trejo. Trejo? Is it tre- Trevethan? Tre- <laughs> I want to say Trevethan. It's Danny Trejo. But yeah, Danny Trevethan threw me off. It's hard to do fantasy football and be a fan of movies. Danny Trejo. Trejo. Yeah, Danny Trejo. Trejo. I love that guy. Oh, he's great. He's so intimidating. Oh, he scares the piss out of me. Dusk till dawn. Yeah. Man, that's a good movie. I mean, he scares the piss out of me in everything. I mean, I just, if he, if I saw him at a darkly lit gas station, I'd be terrified. I'd be like, that guy's going to kill me just because it looks like he likes to kill people. He looks very aggressive. Uh, Did you ever see his movie Badass? No, but quit cussing on the show. It it's a quote. It's the name of a movie. He did like, okay. I want to say there's two or three of them about that dude, uh, ex marine or something like that, who uh, he was like seventy and beat up some dude on a bus. Some guy was harassing him, just beats the heck out of him, and then it ends up being like a little movie miniseries or something. Huh. Danny freaking Trevejo. Of course, you pawned it off on the movie title. Like, hey, did you ever see that Samuel L. Jackson movie movie called Mother? <laughs> Did he make a movie called that? No, but he should. He should. He really should. All right. There you go. Folks, thanks for joining us in what ended up being 
Me and Raspy Show. We're going to rename the Macro Fantasy Show to the Me and Raspy Show. Oh, you know, the Itchy and Raspy Show. No, I appreciate you joining me, Arms. Feeling under the weather. Net, thanks for coming. <laughs> yeah, thanks for letting us know you're going to be here again, Chad. Thank, thanks for coming, Net. Hey, Mark's out. Good night. Peace. This concludes another episode of the Back Row Fantasy Show. Thanks for listening, and be sure to give us a review.